Welcome to the PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, E. Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine sidekick, Woody, where we bring you the news raw, unfiltered, and with no chaser. And welcome to another episode of the PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. E. Vanderbilt here, of course, with his trusted canine co-host, Woody. Woody wouldn't miss a show. Well, unless Woody had something else to do, and apparently he doesn't, so he is with us today. All right, we got a lot to talk about, as we do every day, because there's just so much news coming out. Five days. Five days until the election. Wow. Just can't believe it's almost here. Five days. So we're going to talk about Biden Gate. What happened last? What's the latest? I mean, there's something seems like every day. It's almost getting to the point where now where it's going to be humorous. I mean, we got five days left. Either you have made a decision if you've not, there's enough of the Biden gate stuff that has come out that to, 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 to sway whatever it is, it's going to be swayed in the election. And I don't believe the Biden gate stuff is the big stuff anyway. I think it is telling. And I think we need to know this. And I, I do believe it's hurting Biden, obviously, but I think there are other factors at play too. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some election updates, uh, some more analysis on the battleground states. And, you know, we'll get into the big tech, you know, big tech, Social media giants were in front of Congress the other day. We'll talk about some of the riots, and uh, and, and later on in the show, I want to I want to explore leftism versus liberalism because I talk when I, I I very rarely say liberal. If you've noticed that on the show, I very rarely rarely say uh, such and such is a liberal because I don't believe there are very many liberals left. There are leftists, and of course, the book Anonymous that came out of uh, I guess a couple of years ago to a big splash is kind of landed as a big dud. So we'll get into that. So let's get into the show and we'll start off with Hunter Biden is not dead. Well, at least we, we think he's not dead. We're not really sure because nobody has seen hide nor hair of Hunter Biden, but we, you know, there's, here's a report from heavy.com. The headline is Hunter Biden is not dead. Overdose story is a 4chan death hoax. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't hear the overdose story. Uh, all I know is we haven't seen Hunter Biden, which is not surprising, but the rumors, I guess, are abound that Hunter Biden is dead or had some kind of overdose. Now, there's a lot of people that are saying right now Hunter Biden's going to wind them, going to wind up dead. Um, I don't believe that. I do, you know, I don't believe there's going to, there's any nefarious conspiracies going on that they're going to take Hunter Biden out uh, because the infamous they uh, don't normally exist. The infamous they. Now, there are nefarious people in this world and there are evil organizations in this world. I, I'll point to the Clintons. I, I believe the Clintons are just pathological liars and inherently, inherently evil and will go to great lengths to protect themselves, their their wealth and their power. And you, that's why you've seen, I got a video of Hillary later on my show, but that's why you see um, Hillary Clinton won't leave the news because, you know, she's a psychopath, psychopath. Am I saying that right? Anyway, I don't believe that's Joe Biden. Uh, I, I think Joe Biden's corrupt to the core. I think he is an absolute corrupt politician, but I don't believe that he would have his son killed. And I don't believe the powers that be hold enough value in Joe Biden to have his son killed. If his son does die of an overdose, it'll be because of his son's reckless behavior and reckless actions. But 
Because make no mistake, Hunter Biden, uh, up until we know just a, a short while ago, whether it be a year ago, whether it be two years ago, we know Hunter Biden is a serious, heavy, heavy drug addict. But, you know, uh, don't fall into those nefarious, those conspiracy stories that they're going to have Hunter Biden killed. It, it's just I don't believe that's going to happen. Uh, but if he shows up dead, it's not going to be a surprise because of the pressure mounting. Now, again, I've mentioned this before on the show that I believe Hunter Biden is running away from his demons. That's hence the substance abuse that he's, he does is I think that all of this weighs heavily on him and you know, he's caught up in some pretty nasty stuff. I mean, if what we see coming out of his laptop from hell is true, well, you know, uh, it, it, it's pretty damning that it's out in the open. So he's going, ch- he's got some demons he's going to chase. And right now those demons are being exposed to the world to see. So uh, that can't not, that can't be helpful to an addict. Uh, in fact, that's, I almost, my heart almost, almost goes out to Biden. And I almost feel sorry for him, but he is a Senator's son, a vice president's son. He's lived a life of privilege he is corrupt. He is uh, dishonest. Um, he is a substance abuser. He is a degenerate. And if what we see from his laptop from hell the other day, where he is cavorting around with a minor and compromising positions and photos, uh, then he's just inherently a bad person. Uh, I don't care how far you fall, how far you fall into drug. Uh, um, drug habits, the drug phase, drug, whatever you want to call it, uh, to cross that line into pedophilia, yeah, that's a whole other story. It makes you kind of think twice. I mean, if he's willing to go that far to run away from his demons, uh, then the man's got some serious problems. But here's the latest from the laptop from hell, a.k.a. Hunker Biden's MacBook Pro. Uh, this is from the National Pulse, and the headline is, uh, Huffy Hunter expenses emails. Biden claims he is managing director at Chinese military uh, linked firm demands massive cash reimbursements. I'm not going to get too heavy into this one because it's just, it's almost a laughable story. The, the basis of the story, and it's not laughable because of National Pulse put it's laughable because of Hunter Biden's actions. So Hunter Biden, you know, he's running around the world, spending all kind of money, buying drugs, hookers, all that kind of stuff, you know, and he's expensing all this to this company. And his company pushes back on the expense report saying, uh, you know, this isn't really what we anticipate. This isn't part of the deal. And Hunter Biden comes back with an email. I am managing director of CEFC. I have complete authority as to who I hire and who I fire. I have only employees that work for me in DC, the former Veep son wrote in an email arguing his expense reports. Now, his uncle also is involved in this. His uncle had an expense report $220,000 from this. Uh, but it goes on where the um, people at the company, trying to get the CFEC trying to get the company uh, um, money from, <laughs> they're saying, well, hey, go ahead and sue us. Uh, you know, you this isn't what we signed up for. This isn't part of our contract. Uh, I'll read the last exchange from the uh, Gong Gong Dong, I guess, from the company, the CFEC company, uh, the last email exchange that they show in this story, at least, this is to Robert Biden, Mervyn Yan, and Jim Biden, all about Hunter's expense reports. After I read through your email, I want to add that first, 
You cannot sue us for not paying incorrect expenses. You must get it right to avoid any potential troubles. Second, as I said, we have no interest in the company. Why do you think we have any reason to obstruct, quote unquote, your business? All we do is to make sure that agreement is being honored and proper procedures are followed. If you think you have good reason to sue, so be it. So what it, the little backstory on that is Hunter Biden threatened to sue them if they didn't, he didn't pay their expense reports. And it doesn't go into exactly what the expenses were for. Uh, all we know is that you know, there was some expenses. <laughs> he was reimbursed more than $220,000 for July and some expenses for his own home in uh, Sweden. So, uh, in fact, here's an email from Mervyn Yan. It says, Hunter, I got two emails, not three. Please send me the third expense report. At a first glance, there are a lot of things here, not HW3 business related, like house in Sweden. Kevin will not sign off on these. Can we have both our back office accountants connect to sort out these tomorrow? We need the invoice receipts as well. And, and Biden's all pissed off because he wants all this money. He's spending like crazy. Now, now, I'm, I'm really glossing over this story because it's kind of a non-story. It's just more of the shenanigans and nonsense that's coming out of Hunter Biden's laptop that we're starting to get a glimpse into the world of which this guy was in. And the world this guy was in is he's running around uh, this company, the CFEC, which is a Chinese company that has links to the Communist Chinese Party, is pumping all kind of money into Hunter Biden's pocket and the Biden family. Now, Tucker Carlson had a follow-up show yesterday, which is um, a Wednesday, with his breaking story from Tony Bobolinsky. And, and it talks about, you know, he brought up some of the same points he brought up on the Tuesday show. But, you know, if you watch these shows, you see that the, there was $10 million that was supposed to go to this company that Tony Bobolinsky was asked to be the CEO of. And $5 million of that was supposed to go to the Biden family. Not Hunter Biden, not Joe Biden, but the Biden family because what they were buying is they were buying access we use the biden family name because at the time biden joe biden was a sitting vice president of the united states so all of this what it uncovers and i'm just going to go into a little bit of commentary on this is what all of this uncovers is that hunter biden jim biden joe biden's brother were all, were using joe biden's position in the united states government to peddle the family name to get business deals and some of these business deals look pretty suspect, like the CFEC uh, secured or they secured a loan for $10 million from the CFEC, which is a Chinese company with links to the Communist Party, the Chinese Communist Party. And $5 million of that is supposed to go to the Biden family, 20% to Hunter Biden, uh, I guess 10% to Joe Biden. If you believe all this, this is all alleged. It's all, you know, just inner workings of the laptop from hell, a.k.a. Hunter Biden's MacBook Pro. And uh, Jim Biden's supposed to get 20%. And, and it, it all blew up. I mean, it all blew up. And then Joe Biden, if Joe Biden, by the way, had not decided to run for president of the United States, we would probably never see any of this. It, it would have never came out. And, but no, Joe, for some reason, some odd reason, decided he needed to run for president of the United States. And it wasn't because of the Charlottesville incident. Trust me, it wasn't that where he believes he had to do something for the soul of our nation. Complete nonsense. No, no, no. There was something else brewing here is why Joe dipped his toe into this race full on and became the nominee for the Democratic Party for the United States, for the presidency of the United States. And it could be to prevent all of this. Could be. 
So did, were reporters sniffing around and the Bidens caught wind of it? I don't know. The Biden family, not only do they seem absolutely corrupt, they actually seem absolutely inept. They seem incompetent. I mean, they're a bunch of bumbling idiots. How they didn't know that Tony Bobolinsky was out there and potentially was going to blow this thing up. I mean, I played the audio yesterday where Bobolinsky was talking to one of the business partners and was the business partner would say, man, if you go public, it's going to bury us all. And Bobolinsky was just, you know, he was pissed because his name's being dragged in the mud as a Russian disinformation guy. So all of this, it's just, it's amazing how inept the Bidens are. I mean, corrupt, yeah, but man, they are horrible at this corruption thing. I mean, for Jim Biden to say to Tony Bobolinsky, and you know, Bobolinsky asked, how are you guys going to get away with all this, which indicates something wrong is going. Uh, Biden, Jim Biden allegedly leans back, smiles, and say, plausible deniability. So, and, and you got more, all this coming out from Hunter's laptop showing what an absolute inept individual he is and what an immature child this grown man is. So I, I mentioned before Rudy Giuliani on his show, he's got a podcast video show that he does too. Um, Common Sense Rudy Giuliani, I believe is what the name of it is. He said that Joe Hunter Biden has no discernible talents, that nobody would hire him. Nobody would hire him for $10. So what are they, what, you know, how is he interacting with all of this big money? And it's because of his father being the vice president of the United States at the time. It's, it's all just, it's, it, to this point, it's a comedy. We got five days to the election. Do you really think that this, this is going to sway people? Not anymore. It's done. The, the story's out. You know, stories like I just showed you where Biden's bitching about an expense report back and forth. Uh, you know, that's just fodder at this point in time. That's not going to sway anybody. So there, there's three things I think here that people are looking at. Now, I think this Biden story, the Biden gate um, hurt Biden. I, I think it, it hurt him and it did move some people. Uh, I think the last debate hurt Biden. Uh, Trump just mopped the floor with him. I, but I, I think what this Biden gate scandal does because now we see that Joe Biden it looks like you know it it one he we know now that he knew of his son's business dealings we know now that his son's business dealings are suspect and now people are starting to go wait a minute we've heard all this about Biden before but you know nobody wants to believe it cuz he's uncle Joe you know and Biden says himself and people know me they know me they know who I am well maybe they didn't Joe Maybe now they're starting to figure out who you are. So you got this coming out. And people are questioning it. And then you've got the cognitive decline. I mean, you just, it's just so obvious. I, you know, it's, there's no need to even go into it anymore. So you got the Biden gate scandal. Now we see Joe's involved in this. You've got the cognitive decline. And then you've got his tax policies. I mean, everyone will get a tax increase under Joe Biden. These are the three reasons why no one should vote for Joe Biden. I mean, no one. And then there, you've got zero, absolutely zero enthusiasm for Biden. He's done very few rallies and he did a rally the other day and there's like maybe 15 to 20 people. And rally after rally after rally, I think the most Biden's ever got is 500 people. And that was a while ago. Most of his rallies are like 10 to 20 people and not just him. It's Kamala Harris as well. 
her, her rallies are, they're pathetic. There's nobody there. Then you go to the Trump rallies. 10,000, 15,000, 20,000. He's doing two, three rallies a day. Yeah, this just this, this doesn't, there, there, this election is probably the most bizarre election that I've ever seen. But Biden's corrupt, there's no doubt. Here's a story um, from the Federalist, where is Hunter Biden's money? So they, I'm not gonna get into the story. They, they, they go through, is all this money that Hunter Biden allegedly made, where is it? It's a good question. I mean, because it's not anywhere anybody could see outright, but that's, again, it's alleged money. Where is all the money? Then, you know, he got sued for paternity, Hunter Biden did, and was trying to claim he doesn't have a job and all this kind of stuff. Next thing you know, he shows up renting this expensive house, shows up in a Porsche uh, Panamera, marries another woman. He's not working. And so there could be potential fallout of this after the election. I don't think it'll happen now during the election. I think it'll have to happen after the election where the stripper that he got pregnant is gonna is gonna have a lot of grounds to revisit in court about getting more money from hunter biden for her their child because you know if, if hunter biden is making all this money that we see off the laptop where is it? where's the money so you know the this uh, his stripper girlfriend well i don't even think she was a girlfriend i think it's just a one of those things where you know sex happened and a baby came out and she's going to be like well, wait a minute he's allegedly made all this money that's not what they told me so i think that's going to come out after the election it'll be you know you'll see some of it in press but it won't be a big deal but she has now cause to come back to the table and say you know you're paying more in child support because uh, according to these documents you uh, made a lot of money and now, I, he, you know, where is Hunter Biden's money? Uh, up, you know, he smoked it away through a crack pipe. I mean, drugs aren't cheap, ladies and gentlemen. This man was living a rock star lifestyle. It's not cheap. For an example, I give you none other than Johnny Depp. This is a man who made $600 million in his career and blew through all of that money in a matter of years. $600 million Johnny Depp made. And I don't know if he's broke right now. I doubt he's broke, but he, he, he went through $600 million in his career. I mean, he made $600 million and he doesn't have that money anymore because he spent it on frivolous stuff. I mean, I just, this is what Hunter Biden was doing. He was living that Johnny Depp lifestyle and that's an expensive lifestyle. So where's the money? The money's gone, people. The money's gone. One last um, a bit of the story, the Hunter Gate, is Tucker Carlson, again, his show, he, he just did such an amazing job exposing this with that Tony Bobolinsky interview. He, yesterday, he went on the air and he told a story of how he was in Los Angeles, producer, and uh, another producer uh, back in, I guess, uh, Washington, D.C. is where his base, had some documents that they were going to send over that were damn near Hunter Biden documents. And Tucker Carlson went on the air and said that they were lost in the mail, that the, um, someone opened the envelope and they took the envelope. He talked about the company that shipped them. He didn't name the company, went through an exhaustive investigation, and, but those documents came up missing. Now, Twitter, Twitterverse, in the Twitterverse, people are saying that uh, Hunter Carlson was stupid for not making a copy. Hunter Carl, Hunter Carlson, <laughs> Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson did not say in his, on his show that they did not make a copy. It's a very 
distinct nuance. What Tucker Carlson said is these damning Hunter Biden documents were lost in the mail and that the company that they mailed it through did an exhaustive investigation and couldn't find it. So is this some kind of psychops thing that Tucker Carlson did? Because he did not say they only had one copy. Maybe they did. But I'm going off of what he said on his show last night. He did not say in the clip that they only had, oh, they only had one copy. They mailed just the one copy that they had. I don't believe that. I believe what's going on here is Tucker Carlson is goading the Biden team because the Biden team, had, if, let's say some espionage happened and someone got into that envelope and took it. Now, if that happened, this is Watergate stuff, by the way. If that happened, um, that means the opposition, in this case, would be the Biden camp, most likely would be the ones. I'm, this is all just theory. I'm, this is, I'm not saying this happened. This is just writing a Hollywood playwright. So the, the Biden team secretly opens the envelope. They get it. They go through the documents, and they go, ah, look at all this incriminating stuff on Hunter. Now, now they don't have this, so they can't say anything about it. Now, now the Biden team's going, we know what he has. We know what they're going to say. We have it all now. Now we can respond. Now we can deny, deny, deny. And then they do. And then Hunker goes, oh, wait a minute. I have a copy. <laughs> you, wait a minute. You said that, but this document proves this. What, what, can you explain that? Can you reconcile that? We'll see if that's the real case, what it is. I don't know. I'm just speculating. But all I know is uh, the, the morning after Tucker's show, you saw on Twitter uh, people just going crazy that Tucker, how can he be so dumb to not make a copy? When you go back and you listen and watch the clip, he never said that was the only copy. He never said that. It's a very important, distinct nuance. Um, and one last, well, I just have one more thing. The Hunter Biden thing. There was a poll that Washington Examiner uh, put out. More voters think Hunter Biden engaged in corruption. Washington Examiner, you got poll finds. So I think it was something like, um, uh, 45, found 45% of the respondents believe Hunter Biden has engaged in business corruption, while 32% believe he is not. You got to ask, what the heck is wrong with 32%? I mean, come on, this is pretty straightforward. But anyway, uh, it doesn't look good for the Bidens. It doesn't look good for Bidens. And, and then Biden, okay, we'll go back to that cognitive decline. There, there's been a lot of speculation that Biden is really not the head of the ticket. Now he is the head of the ticket. Okay, he was he was he went through the nomination process and he won the nomination. However, you want to play that, he won the nomination. If you're a Bernie bro and you want to say he took it from Bernie, go right ahead, and you're probably right. And then he selected Kamala Harris as the VP. And Kamala Harris also ran for horrible, ran a horrible campaign for president. Didn't even make it to one primary, not one. She she did not garner one delegate not one and then he selects her as his running mate purely on identity politics on the surface that's what you see but some speculate that kamala harris is the real candidate and i don't know about that i think kamala harris is uh, inept as well but biden you know he lets a lot of things slip he sometimes is just a goober and a half so biden he goes the other day and he says this Maya, thank you for that incredible introduction. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Jill Biden's husband, and I am Kamala's running mate. 
<laughs> you all think I'm kidding, don't you? Actually, Joe, no, a lot of us don't think you're kidding. That was pretty telling. Now, is it true? I don't know, but he laughs. Y'all think I'm kidding, don't you? Here's, here's, I'll put on my tinfoil hat and tell you what I think about it. I, I believe there has been conversations in the Biden campaign of Kamala Harris eventually becoming the president of the United States if they should win the election. I believe that's why they went down to Warm Springs, Georgia, where FDR used to go all the time for therapy and where he passed away. I said that the other day on the show or hinted to it. I do believe they have a contingency plan that Kamala Harris will become the president of the United States. Now, why? Why do they want Kamala Harris to become the president of the United States? Because the left so desperately, so desperately wants a female to be president and so desperately wants a black female to be president. I mean, desperately. What that little tale told me in a conspiracy way, a conspiratorial way, is that the, the Democrat Party is the one that's really running Joe Biden's campaign, and that the plan is if they can get him over the finish line by hook or crook, that Kamala Harris will become the president because Joe will either step out because of health reasons or possibly pass away. We, you know, I hate to be so morbid like that, but you know, he's 78 years old and now individuals, men do live well past 78 into their eighties and some into their nineties. Men tend to die earlier than women, but Joe's health is an issue. I believe, I don't believe he's a healthy man. I believe he's a very sick man. And they know this. They know this inside. The, the thing about the Democratic Party is they are, um, they work very together as a machine. They work very well as a cohesive unit. Whereas the Republicans are more independent and they don't toe the party line. They don't work well together. Republicans don't. I mean, just look at um, Donald Trump. It took a long time for Republicans to really rally around Donald Trump. And I mean, the establishment Republicans, nobody wanted to touch him when he first, when he, you know, put his hat in for the nomination. The Republican Party did not rail around him. They were doing everything and anything they can to eliminate him from the nomination process. And the people spoke. And the people kept speaking. And the people kept saying, we want this guy. And I mean, it was there was like a ton of people running. And then they had a great establishment candidate in Ted Cruz, whom I have a lot of respect for, and whom was the candidate that I I supported going into the nomination process, and ultimately, Trump won. And even after his win, the Republican establishment still didn't rally around Donald Trump. I think it's just right. I think it's up until this point. It was or last year. I just started seeing them come around, and a lot of them just didn't. Like the Lincoln Project, where all the Never Trumpers went and uh, started hiding and using their platform to take money from leftist people. So, because the the establishment, you know, because Donald Trump messed up their whole cash flow system. But um, I believe that the Democrat Party are running the Joe Biden campaign. I don't know who. 
uh, I don't think it's Nancy Pelosi because I think she's out to lunch. I think it's uh, people in the apparatus of the Democratic Leadership Committee. Tom Perez, he seems like a nincompoop, I think just a figurehead of the DNC. So that's him. So there are people deep within the Democrat Party, hmm, can you say deep state, that I believe are really making all the calls for the Biden campaign. Because maybe, you know, Biden is an establishment Democrat. Now, he's a corrupt Democrat. From his very first election, he's been a corrupt Democrat. He does what they want him to do. He does their bidding. And so I believe that all this, if they can get Joe Biden across the finish line, all this is set up so they can have, as a Democrat, the first female president and the first black female president. I know, I know, I know. That's a big conspiracy right there, isn't it? I mean, that's way out to lunch. The leftists that are going to watch this on YouTube, uh, you're going to get all kind of, you're, you're just going to have a lot of fun with this, aren't you? Frothing at the mouth. Yeah, this one. And, and I give this to you, this theory. And I'm, I'm, by the way, I think it's a valid theory, but I give this for the left because they, they are so batshit crazy that stuff like this just makes them go nuts. But here's the thing, is all the leftists that ju just heard what I said, whether it be on the podcast or on the YouTube channel, um, y'all know you want a female president. And y'all know you want a black female president. Because identity pol politics is so important to you that you know you would you be, you be if i if one of you came to me and said that's a crazy theory blah 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 i go yeah but what do you think about kamala harris as president of the united states oh, i think she'd be awesome <laughs> you guys have absolutely no integrity whatsoever i mean the left is just morally bankrupt in this country as it is um let's get into some election news i've gone a little long on this segment but there, there's there's some really there's some good trends out here that um, I want to get into. Now, we're five days outside of the election, and um, the left right now are looking at the polls, and they're just, they're just, they just think they have this in the bag. They just think they have it. And they're, they're getting to the point where they're giddy. They're not, they're not even talking about um, when Biden wins, or if Biden wins anymore, it's when. They're not talking about that Trump might win. They're talking about he, he will lose. They're doing exactly what they did now in 2016. Exactly what they did now. I mean, they are, here's, here's what the left are doing right now. Right now, the left are believing the polls. Um, the left are believing Biden can win Georgia and Texas. Biden is campaigning in Georgia and Texas. Just Hillary did the same thing. You know that? You know, Hillary, toward the end, campaigned in Texas, thinking she can flip Texas. The left thinks right now, they, I mean, it's amazing. They're doing the exact same thing that they did in 2016. And I had one leftist goofball debate me on um, YouTube that this, this is not 2016 as much as you Republicans want it to be. By the way, I'm not a Republican. But as much as you want it to be. Joe Biden is not Hillary Clinton. No, I don't know. You know well, obviously, Joe Biden is not Hillary Clinton, but this is so similar to 2016. One is they're buying into the polls, um, not campaigning in battleground states. Heck, Joe's not campaigning hardly at all. He's hiding in his basement. Um, campaigning in states that they most likely will lose and states that they don't really need to win. And we're going to get into that a little bit later about threading the needle to 270. And uh, there's a male, female on the ticket. Oh, that's pretty similar to 2016, isn't it? Although in 2016, the top of the ticket was female and the, the VP was male. But Joe Biden just told you 
<laughs> he, he's Kamala Harris's running mate. So what's different about 2016 and 2020? I mean, Trump's there. Enthusiasm's different. There's more enthusiasm for Trump now. But anyway, when I'm uh, on, the, I'm gonna get into this this more in the second segment. So when we get into the second segment. I'm gonna go through some of those battleground states, give you some analysis on where the trends are in those states, and why this really is looking good for President Trump. Five days. Five days. Thank you for listening to this part of the PBL podcast. Again, I've got a lot more in the next segment. Please do like, share, and follow this podcast. If you're watching us or listening to us on Apple iTunes, please, please, please subscribe and rate us. Give us five-star ratings. And if you're watching this on YouTube, um, subscribe, subscribe. And if you're not watching this on YouTube, please get over on YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Even if you don't watch, it helps us in the algorithms. And right now, and I'm going to talk about big tech in a little bit. Big tech is doing everything they can to suppress conservative voices. Uh, anything that's not left of center, they will rank you, rank you lower. And what they can't do is if more people share, more people like, more people subscribe, they cannot do anything about that. And it will automatically bump up into the algorithm they'll bump the show up into the algorithm what they can do is they assign a score and that score they assign a low score to conservatives they it, all of them do it. It, it it's been there's been a lot of studies on this and if you're a conservative voice whether you are a pundit like what i do here or you're just a business person and you post on some conservative sites and your website they rank it lower if you're conservative and you just never get any traction online it's total censorship and suppression of free voices and you can offset that by liking following share and i and i heard the, another pundit say this too that every all of them any conservative voice you listen to like the show uh, share the show, subscribe to the show, even if you don't listen to them often, even if you're listening to the show right now for the very first time and you have no desire to listen to it again, like, share, follow, rate, five star, because it'll help in the algorithm. So do that with every show you come across, by the way. Just get into a habit of doing it. Conservative voices, not leftist voices. And uh, thanks again for listening to this part of the PBO Podcast. On the next segment, I'm going to get into some of those trends. We still got the peg tech free speech issue I want to talk about. Get to the riots and what is leftism. See you right there.